0: Hi everyone and welcome to episode 4, 2019 of Merv Hughes Fishing, the podcast, starring Merv and Gregory Hughes. And here I am. And, and, and there he is. And he's here, here I am. He, and no it. more squizzy. <laughs> <laughs> will. <Ewor. laughs> no. We've
1: just, st- we've just come back from Avenel and he, he was there, bright as a button, and then he just disappears. No, he's got things on. He's yes. Got, he's got family commitments. All right.
0: Now um, tell us about Avonall. What were you doing up there? Um, Where is Avenal, for those who don't know?
1: Those who don't know, up the Hume Highway, just past uh, Seymour.
0: Yep. Nice, okay. nice part of the world.
1: Um, oh, yeah. So it's on the Hughes Creek, and we were working with the guys. Named from after? The, not me. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, <laughs> uh, quite possibly my father. But could I think be. it was a huge, huge, huge creek. The huge creek. <laughs> long... Sorry, Dad. <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing the jokes on yourself, now. <laughs> yeah, no, just, at least I just wish I could pronounce it. I had, so I, had, I had a problem with sashimi last week. I <laughs> now I can't even get my surname right. How am I going? No. But um, yeah, so, so just up there, and we'll, we'll fishing with, I'll get this right. It's either Goulburn and Broken Catchment Management um, System. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. We, had you, the, we all, had you on the podcast. Yeah, the Broken. It's either the Broken Golden or the Golden Broken. So, that area, they do the northeast. Yep. And part of the catchment area is the Hughes Creek, which runs through Avonall. So, we're up there doing a, a bit of a electro fishing, and you would have seen that where the little tentacles go into the water. They give it a zap, and the fish just float to the surface. They're stunned. Uh, they study the fish, so they can put is that micro legal? chips. Mate, they work for fisheries. Of course, it's legal. <laughs> I wouldn't be talking about it on a podcast if it what? wasn't. It's probably not legal for you and me to do. <laughs> but when, when you're studying fish, when you're studying fish, and you're doing it for so it's scientific reasons, it's scientific reasons. researching. Yeah, and so doing, doing research that. the fish. Uh, sometimes they microchip them. Yeah, it's the um, equivalent
0: of, of grabbing a tiger out of the zoo and giving it a, a sleeping tablet and doing all the business you need to do on it, and then letting it go type deal.
1: I would have said it was more like tranquilising a tiger in the wild, yeah, putting okay. a chip on its back to see where it actually goes. That's, that's what, what said, they didn't do. With I? The fish. No, in the zoo, <laughs> they put a fish in a zoo. The penguins will all it. You moron!
0: You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's so scientific yeah. to see yeah, okay. how far and wide the the fish travel um, to see what what breed's there, to yep. see if there's good numbers and whatever. And it's amazing. You fish up there and you think there's no fish anywhere. You put these micro – or the micro – you put an electronic probe in there and fish come up everywhere. And you just look at them thinking, I've been fishing here for three days. Yeah, why
0: haven't I caught <laughs> one of these?
1: <laughs> where where have you bastards been? <laughs> but uh, I digress. So that, that was um, really educational. And what, what the Water Catchment Management Authority do – is uh, they make sure that um, the fish are healthy. They make sure yep. that they've got habitat. They make sure that um, farmers are working to prevent erosion. Yep. Um, so they're trying to keep stock away from the, the riverbeds and all that, and especially in the dry, because when it turns to dust, they, the cows get in or sheep get in, chop it all up in the upper reaches, and then when it floods, it just Comes gets down. washed. Yeah. So um, they, they do all that salt content, um, all, all that sort of stuff. Um, and we've worked with them before, and very, very educational. Yep. And um, yeah, well, I, I, think- I mean, you learn, you learn. I, I learn a hell of a lot from it. And being, I think a lot of, a lot of anglers, and a lot of fishermen just go out and fish. Now, if you're in, in salt water, like you'll you'll reel up a plastic bay, you know, oh, and you put it in a bin, and you whinge about that. But as much problems has, as salt water, and, and especially Port Phillip Bay, had hmm. with. With uh, rubbish being yep. so cigarette butts, plastic bags being yeah, washed out yeah, through yeah, the horrible. the storm waters and that, um, obviously the the lower reaches of, of rivers and creeks um, really are a product of what's upstream. Yep. And if upstream isn't looked after, then downstream's a real problem.
0: The, they, the, I guess, they, they see the warning signs. They yeah, they, they see the see warning, warning signs, signs of what's going yeah. on in the environment in, in that area. Yeah, and, and, that-
1: they, and you ever think about it? So the the broken river is Benalla. So yep. Benalla and the Broken River runs, um, well, runs northwest, I reckon. Okay. So through through Benalla, so it comes down out of the hills through Benalla. Goulburn River runs through, I say, from Yildon through Seymour, um, down through Shepparton into the Murray. Okay. Yep. So Goulburn go into the Murray. Oh, we'll check that, but I, I reckon it runs in. But there's yeah, so it converges and there's they run into a few rivers and all that. So my geography is not good. So they're making sure that upstream, um, in, in these rivers and creeks, are looked after. So downstream looks after itself. Yeah, exactly. So if and you fix
0: it, up, fish, if you fix it up there, yeah, it doesn't come down fish, to the bottom. Fish
1: habitat. Yep. Um, which is very important is that um it gets washed away and, and fish need structure, um, for protection. Um, so if, if you go fishing with anyone the first thing they'll do is I'll f- fish structure because that's where where the fish hide and um, when they've got prey from above so mm. birds when they're being chased by bigger fish uh, they need that cover so yeah so they, they make sure and if there's no habitat there they put in fish habitat so they put in cages and stuff like that so fish can hide around it and yeah, so yeah. it's an amazing, it's amazing work that they do, and yeah. we probably have we had these guys on, we had yeah, them.
0: we had, uh, and I'm sure it was one from the area you're talking about. Yeah, because we've also worked diets. with
1: the uh, Glenelg Hopkins yep. Water Authority, which is West Victoria, and these guys and all these, but they cover huge areas. So from the upper reaches of of all those creeks and rivers down through Benalla. Um, Seymour, Shepherd, and massive area, yep, and and the work they're doing is is fantastic,
0: yep. No, and it's fascinating stuff. It's actually, uh, it sounds like it might be a boring scientific kind of data processing, yeah. Thing. But actually, I remember when we had him on, uh, we we're talking about some of the data that they get on the on the life of yes. fish and how old some of the fish are. And that how are far still there. some of the fish travel? Exactly. That was something I was going to say.
1: They, yeah, enormous distances. They do. Yeah, and they they always come back to roost.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's a really interesting. I said to roost. <laughs> They're not chooks. Uh, mm. no, They're no, they no. fish. No, I thought you might have said no. what? <laughs> no. no, no, no. So you heard me. Okay. All right. So
1: you were doing, you doing. Yeah. The, so um- we, we're doing that. Um, doing a bit of fishing. Uh, yellow belly cod, red fin. Um, so all, all good fun. Yep. So that was for the show. And what we're going to talk, I suppose, after break. <laughs> Because I've been no good and haven't set up any guests. I normally do that to Squizzy, mm. but he's left me high and dry. Um, we're also going to have a talk about uh, Festwater Masters, which the third league is this this weekend at Mulwhala. Yep. And then next week, Dash for Cash, uh, again at Mulwhala, Um And that's run through Tony Bennett and the Mulwhala Football Netball Club. And we've had Tony yep. on last year talking really about uh, the Cod opening. Uh, but they, they do all this. So I, I'm sure there'd be um, – Entry still available for the Dash for Cash. Um, so that's uh, I reckon sixteenth, seventeenth is the Fe- um, yep. of February, and and what that is, it's three sessions of fishing, Saturday morning, Sunday afternoon. I think they're about four hour sessions. You know, it's, it's very civilized, so you get about an hour and a half, two hours <laughs> off in between, so you can go and have a bit of a sleep. Yes. You're up early, yes. and then then you've got a Sunday morning um, fish, and exactly that. it's exactly that's a Dash for Cash. So the dash is to catch the fish early. So a 65-centimetre fish um, five minutes after – so if you get a a legal fish, you get it multiplied, and I think it's multiplied by the time left. Okay. So if you get a 65-centimetre fish five minutes into the session, that could well be – a meter long fish the towards the end of the session. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get out there and just the the start is unbelievable. So They'd be like
0: a feeding frenzy. Oh, mate, yeah, <laughs> so, fishing but frenzy. But what happens?
1: They have um, so five minutes apart. Actually, they have because of the three sessions. They have um, they cut the cut the field into thirds. Yep. So the first third go out first on the first session. Second third go out first in the second session. Third, and you have to wait till the siren blows, and you want to see. It. Yeah, the boats just take <laughs> off. It's fantastic. The start of it is fascinating, and what I want to do is get a drone up there one day and film it. So you've got three waves of boats just going out because everyone wants to get to their their fishing spot first. So yep. basically, no one else gets to it, yep. and get a fish early so they can get it back and get it measured. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's helter skelter, and there there has been a few instances um, where boats take off and. Quite often, and I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure whether it's team numbers, or whether it's um, the the size of the motor that the the fields means causing the thirds. Because quite often they they found they had to do that. Because a couple of years I had an incident where a smaller boat got swamped by the big boat oh, taking okay. off yep. and overturned. So <clears throat> oh, now okay. um, at at the start, um, safety first. Everyone's got to wear their their um, life jackets. Yep, um, and Good. in yeah, but in like in a five meter boat, you don't need to to wear it unless you're you're by yourself. So if you're with someone in a five meter boat, you take off. And there's someone in a three and a half meter boat. Like the the weight, there's probably. 30, 40 boats taking off at the same time. So if you're <laughs> if you're in a small boat, you're <laughs> race. Yeah, it is. It is. Without the yachts, <laughs> with all the little ones. Yeah, that, and then that, you got yeah. you got the, the skeeters. You know what a skeeter is? No, it's like, a that's skeeter. just a full-on fishing boat. Oh right. They got about three hundred bloody horsepower <laughs> donks on the back. On they take off. You're, you like I'm sitting in my one fifty, and you yeah. take off, and you think I'm going all right. And I reckon five seconds after you take off, you're just looking around. You look up, and there'll be a skeeter about four k's in front of you. <laughs> oh mate, they just warp it. So it's almost, so the, it's they full. Of, the skeeter's a full-on fishing boat. Like it's a almost the
0: Bathurst 1000 meets the Sydney to Hobart yacht race. Yes,
1: <laughs> this yes. sounds like a similar kind of. A, but yeah, they brought in a lot of rules and regulations just to make For it safety. safer. Yeah, so yeah, I reckon, I reckon without numbers no, like I you do that exact thing. No, we we don't. So yeah. hey. Seventy-five I of the said horses like you. Seventy-five of the horses never get out of the stable, my friend. Just remember that, um, mate. Yeah, just I'm, if if I'm going from one place to another, because everyone just takes off and they go right down the deeper. I just reckon if you're going to catch a fish early, why not start here? So just go out in the middle, of the lake, start fishing. Yeah. Like, dun, 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 dun.
0: How, how's that worked for you up until now?
1: Well, one year, <laughs> one year I got a fish. We got quite excited. Oh goodness! And um, uh, it was a. Uh, it was when the cod – so this a few years ago, a long time ago. Cod was 50 centimetres. I got a 49 centimetre. Oh, no. I reckon in the – all I had to do was be another centimetre. Yep. And I would just been multiplied by <laughs> three, 3 hours and 59 minutes. Yep. Bang. I'm in the money. But, nah, undersized fish. Uh, yeah. It is frustrating. Um, so Dash for Cash, um, I'd say you could Google it, just Dash for Cash. Yep. Um. You could go to a website. I'm thinking there'd be a Dash for Cash website without knowing. Yep. Um, if that fails, um, give the guys at Fish Camp and Ski a call, so uh, at at Whaler, and they'll have the details.
0: They most certainly will. Now, tell us about the Freshwater Masters.
1: Well, the Freshwater Masters, we've done two leagues, so we spoke about that last year. So we do Glenbourne um, for, for Bass and Windermere for Yellow belly. Yep, um, and that's in a weekend um, early mid November, and the third leg is, is on this weekend. So about, I reckon there's about um, forty teams competing. Yeah, that's right. I remember, um, I remember saying the numbers before. Yeah, um, and at this stage, after two legs, um, we're safe to say we're in the lower tenth. Um, so we need we need a few <laughs> in the what lower
0: tenth, <laughs> in the last few. Well, maybe you're in the, lower, bottom. Lower 15. You're the
1: bottom of the ladder. Maybe the lower, the lower 5%. What's 5% of 40?
0: Not a lot. not a lot uh, left.
1: Yeah, no, there's, there's not There's not too many behind 5% us. of 100
0: is the last five.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: if you divide that by two and then again, you're in the last two or three.
1: No, no, we're not that far behind. Oh. <laughs> I would be in the bottom 10% then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, things are looking up. So safe to say we need a few cod this weekend to be in the running, Kevin. So down there fishing with Matt Kinnean, we've we've had him on the show, um, and you know, it's been really good weather leading up to it. Um, so I've got to tell you, Australia Day weekend a couple of weeks ago was stinking hot and there weren't too many people fishing. And my theory is long weekends, people go out fishing and they just pull fish out everywhere. That hasn't happened. Plenty of fish there. I'm going to be talking about cod next week, how many cod we caught it? At- my whaler.
0: Well, that won't take long. I'm telling you. Yeah, <coughs> oh, you're not. I'm you're due. Not,
1: You won't. I'm overdue. No, in fact, well, I won't. I won't disagree I'm
0: with, won't disagree with uh, that.
1: But yeah, so again, if you're, you're looking to, do, if you're keen on your fishing, and you like your cod fishing, and uh, any freshwater fisherman, they they got to be in their cod fishing dash for cash uh, next weekend. Obviously, the freshwater masters is a is a closed composition competition, but the dash for cash. Is open. Yep. Um, and I dare, and that's what I said. Entries would still be available. So, um, if you're keen to get down there for the weekend, um, yeah, come and see us. I'll be there.
0: Well, February's notoriously the hottest month of the year uh, all around the country. Um, shortest month of the year uh, too. Shortest Except and for leap years. Well, it's still the shortest. It's only twenty nine days, Murph. It doesn't crack the thirty even on leap years.
1: So, well, I thought you said it was the hottest.
0: Hottest and shortest. So it's got to crack thirty. Degrees, not oh, days. Okay. Um,
1: uh, is there any? <laughs> <laughs> hello. Um, yeah. Is there anybody out there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yes. Um, is there is there a different attitude when it's really really hot? We talked earlier about you know
1: fish that that
0: go yeah. missing when it gets hot. Yeah. Um, is there any sort of thing you do differently? Are you more are you more keen to go fishing on hot hot days or? Oh, yeah. not? You are.
1: I'd rather go hot, hot than cold, cold. Okay. But cod fishing, uh, when it gets cold, is also good. So they're down deep, and you have to get a, a big lure in front of them. Um, so I, I'm. A lot of people fish shallow water for cod, and I can't convince, con, convince myself that cod are in shallow water. Yeah. But I should because all the good anglers catch them in shallow water. Right. And I'm. I'm still just like four to. Four to ten meters in the channels, in through the trees, and i probably feel more confident—not um, bumping through the trees, but being in the channels, which are traditionally, well, obviously a little bit uh, deeper. deeper, so yeah. just less likely to hit something, Kev.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and something's less likely to hit you, which is probably the more important. No, no, part of
1: um, you're not going to get hit there, surely.
0: Do, do do you do you change what you use to to
1: lure the fish? Well, I would have thought. Bright days, um, dull lures, okay. and dull days, bright lures, but that theory was wrong too. Um, so is there a theory? Yes, there, there is theories. Uh, with It's interesting. It's moon phase. Um, tide has nothing to do with fishing at Moe so don't <laughs> nod your head. <laughs> okay. But we normally fish the tides up at uh, Mulwala. Um so It just means that we have a later start than everyone else because <laughs> we're really tired. Um, but you get up there and um, Wayne Lennon, um, who does all G lures? I, I was talking to him about how the colouring in that, yep. and I always thought uh, bright lures on dull days to stand out. It's it's converse to what I thought is that it's bright lures on sunny days and dull lures on on dull days. So how does that, that work? Well, I don't know because logically we'll, I think we'll have to get Wayne on to explain. Yeah, it. exactly. because logically, you're I, and 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 then. I, I could be wrong with that because I may have <laughs> misheard him. Because as my wife says, I don't listen too good. Yes,
0: what? <laughs> I don't listen too good. No, you don't listen too good. What would
1: you say? <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. But, um, yeah, a couple of, couple of big weekends coming up at, uh, at my whaler. And loving, loving this time of year. Yes, it has been hot. Um, but uh, to have the opportunity to go and have a fish, went down to Apollo Bay. Did we talk about that? Had a no. fish down there? No. Yeah, nothing. Nada. No, not, not a cracker. So the Barham River that I normally fish was closed were up. Other, were other people catching fish? Well, it's hard to say. There was no one else fishing oh, there. Oh, okay. I wonder yeah, why. But I went out and had to fish at the Air moved? River. So I went down to the Air River, lots of water in the Air River, having a talk to Daniel Camp down at Apollo Bay who does the fishing reports down that way, said the Air River was open. They're getting some brim. They're getting some um, some perch, I think, down there. So I thought, go for a fish out there. No, nada no, no. And – I pulled up behind, uh, next to a campsite and I was having a fish. There you go, mate. Oh, I haven't had anything yet. He said, oh, I fished there a couple of hours yesterday. I didn't catch anything either. And I'm thinking, good, it's not just me. <laughs>
0: does, that, uh, does, that, does that dampen your spirits or do you determine then
1: you want to fish? Well, I haven't, I haven't won Tesla. Lotto, first division in Toss Lotto. Did you keep buying tickets? Yeah, keep having a go. Mate, you got to keep having a go. Like I, I, I work on a the theory if, Every time I went out fishing and I caught fish, I reckon I'd get bored with it. So I, I like the the pleasant excitement that of the, when the, I get a bite even.
0: I think that's great. was the same way you batted in your cricket career, wasn't yeah. it? If you went out and scored runs every oh, time, it would just be boring. Uh,
1: yeah. and, no, but if I, I went out and, – and my fishing is very similar to my <laughs> – catching fish is like me scoring runs. Right. There's three things that have got to be – got to work in my favour. Yeah,
0: the ducks are going to line up which yeah, way? Yeah, so
1: the three things that have got to work in my I favour. I didn't mean
0: to mean ducks and batting. I need,
1: I need a little bit of luck, yep. number one. Number yep. two, I need a little bit more luck. Yeah. And number three, I need a lot more luck. <laughs> and that summed up my batting and my fishing, so I can throw it all into one bag. <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, and do you love life pre-sue? Um,
1: <laughs> Post-sue? <laughs> you asking me? Just talking about wives, and I love my wife. It's beautiful. Did you do you see that thing on Facebook? They're they're having a um, there's a I think Look, it was in America. the ten year challenge. Huh? the ten year challenge. No, 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 no. better than that. What? Better than that. They they're asking guys, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's an, an American um, game show. And Blake's uh, Blake's sort of sitting there, and the the compere says to this Blake, "Okay, you've got a choice: A, spend time with your wife, or B, B, <laughs> B." <laughs> 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 That's one of the funniest things I've seen for quite some time. And, oh, and if you're not married, you won't understand it. No. <laughs> <laughs> is is
0: fishing a family affair? I know. You- um, no, no, no. no. Uh, so the female the contingent of your family doesn't fish? No, Maddie and Maddie and Sue no. don't fish.
1: Oh, they've been they've been out. Um, I, I I won't take Sue fishing anymore because she outfishes fishes me. Uh, <laughs> you
0: yeah, I knew there'd be a reason.
1: My whiting, whiting, whiting. Uh, in I don't even know what river it is at Port at Port Fairy, so we're fishing Port Ferry. so just on the pier, um, am uh, Scotty's had a bit of a tangle, so I'm sitting there holding my rod, saying to "Hang on to this," and I'm trying to untangle Scotty's Scotty's rod, who's my youngest son, who was probably geez, he could have been eight then, That's yep. ten years ago, yep, and so oh oh. Something and I looked up to the and I'm thinking, oh, please be a toadfish. <laughs> yeah, it's a kind of generous it there, okay. oh, There's no. a 40 cent, 45 centimeter whiting. Oh, I've been fishing there for ages. You just get toadfish <laughs> and nothing whiting. What's so what sort of fish are oh, snake? <laughs> <Just laughs> oh, but you. um, but Scotty used to, yep, Tim used to, and until and it got too old to. And it's not cool to be seen with your dad anymore. Right.
0: So So it wasn't the fishing, it was are
1: twenty-one. we're 21 (laughs) and and 17 and and the novelty wore off maybe 10 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I'll tell you a story. I get home when I was selecting, so this is, listen, it's ages ago. I get home from the the Melbourne Test Match, Third, third night of the Melbourne Test Match. I walked in, boys are sitting there watching TV. Who wants to go fishing? Scotty, yeah, Dad, yeah, Dad, let's go, let's go, let's go. Tim, no. So he's probably 10, 11. No. Why not, mate? We never catch anything. (laughs) Oh, we might tonight. No, Dad, we won't. (laughs) I think he's all (laughs) over me. (laughs) Even an 11-year-old kid knows I'm not going to catch fish. Exactly. You reckon – did, did that dampen my enthusiasm, Kevin? No, no, it did not. No. And I'm still getting down to the Maribyrnong <laughs> and not catching anything. <laughs> what would you
0: catch in the Maribyrnong now? You wouldn't brim, do, but you wouldn't eat it.
1: Oh, yeah, three-eyed, 2 tails. Yes. That's <laughs> now, the, the mercury level's high. Um, I, I throw them back. There's a lot of people that, that catch them. If you, if you eat them all the time, I reckon you're in trouble. If you eat them occasionally, uh, apparently it's not too bad. But personally, Maribyrnong <laughs> River, I would need them.
0: Is that, is that where they send the contestants from a celebrity to get me out of here? <laughs> no, to,
1: no, to, no. Listen, <laughs> well, obviously, um, the fresher the water, the better the fish. Um, so, you know, you, you get into Port Phillip Bay, and while it's relatively clean, if you catch fish outside of Port Phillip, they're, they're a different fish. And that's, that's the same with um, brim. So you catch a brim... In, in the Maranong, you catch a bream at, at the Barham River and it's almost mm. two different fish. Yeah. One's just healthy, strong, and the yep. other one looks like it's hasn't eaten for a yeah. month.
0: Yeah, which is not good. Yeah,
1: so but but that's just them. And when you're around, around cities and that, there's, there's going to be problems with the river system. Obviously the guys um, that are looking after the systems do as much as they can, but while people are flicking cigarette butts and throwing plastic bags oh. on the ground and stuff like that, it's got to wash down somewhere. So, guys, just have a think about it, yep. please. Yep. Because yeah, what you do, you you may not think has an impact, and it's only one cigarette butt or one, bottle, or one plastic bag. But if twenty thousand people think the same way, there's a problem, and there is a problem.
0: Yep. Yeah, oh, and as you say, when you catch them in two different areas, you can see the yeah. differences. And if yeah. you throw stuff out, it's got to go somewhere. It's yeah. just that's the circle of life. Uh, have you been watching the celebrity uh, celebrity show? I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Well,
1: you're a Bits past contestant. Bits and pieces. Contestant. I'm a past contestant, yeah, yeah.
0: Don't you have some sort of alumni meeting and sit around and watch the episodes? And- no. No, okay. No.
1: Um, probably Shane Crawford, Dan Brennan, obviously interested in them. Um yep. Now to have a look at – there's some interesting characters in there, um, but I, I don't really watch. I'm a bit of a hypocrite because you go on them, but yep. you don't watch them. But do you, Did you see the, the front page of the Herald Sun? Today? A couple of weeks ago. No, a couple no. of weeks ago. Um, Shane Crawford, why I'm going into the jungle. Took mm. a photo of that, put it on Twitter. I'm tipping it for the cash. <laughs> And what? people are cynical of you. Why did you go in for the cash? Yeah, well, why did Warnie go in? Why does anybody go on those yeah. shows? So, I, and and the, the common cash. common common denominator is to get myself out of my comfort zone, doing it for my charity, which are uh, noble causes, fantastic. But if they're not getting paid a shitload, they're not in there. <laughs>
0: A, and you've never read that in a TV week or, or TV guide review, oh, but, that's exact, but that's the exact. But that's the exact reason mate, that, you do
1: it for a reason. That's yeah. So um, to, to to watch to watch them I and uh, it's interesting. Is that nothing's scripted? And people say you know these conversations there that are scripted, they're not scripted, but they're prompted. No, oh, yeah. So okay. they'll, they'll give you a subject to talk about. Oh okay. Okay. So you know they'll they'll talk about. Kissing on first first nights and people, well, how did this? Well, it's prompted. Like it's not, it's something that you, you pr- probably wouldn't talk about. Yeah. but But uh, guys, we want you to talk about this. So you, when when you're sitting around a campfire and there's discussion, that means it's sit down. This is what we want you to talk about. And they they take the best footage out. Of did
0: that. you get to go and have cigarette breaks and do all that like? Oh, that's no, right. No, well I know. But did you get to get out? Well, you actually. Oh, mate, they,
1: they look after you. There's no doubt. They yeah, don't okay. want you. To, so if, if you're feeling a little bit crook, if you're feeling um, a bit down, because there was one challenge that I did that knocked me around a bit, and I went, went, are you okay? Oh, you're just a bit flat. And I said, do you want to see a doctor? And I said, to be honest, not a doctor I need to see. And they got a psychologist on, on board, so you have a talk to them about how you're going. And they determine yep. whether you're okay or not. Okay. And no one's been determined as not okay. Yep. So you just – just and you you feel a little bit – Uplifted because they talk. What what are you thinking? What, what, and like that situation? uh, That's what I said. I had to talk to Andrew Dado on it. He said, But you've, you've been out and faced the West Indies. I said, But I trained for that. (laughs) This, this, this thing that I did, I had to stick my head into Perspex boxes and just made you feel so vulnerable. Like you're not, you're not prepared for that. And they said, Are you cured over your fear of snakes now? Because I had to stick my head in a, um, a, a clear plastic.
0: Perspex something, yeah.
1: So I had to stick my head, so you knew what was in there, stick your head in, and there's snakes. Has it cured you over fear of snakes? So My fear of snakes is walking down the river and getting bitten by a tiger snake, <laughs> not sticking my head into a box full of maybe a dozen three-foot-long pythons. Yep. Like that, Python's don't scare me.
0: With five blokes standing around ready, yeah. if anything goes wrong, yeah, yeah And they grab right. you on the
1: snout. Like yeah. obviously they'll sit there and they stop laughing. You trip, they get you.
0: You trip and fall walking along the Maribyrnong River, and a tiger snake comes out. The thing, and but
1: do you, do you have like I have violent dreams about snakes? Violent dreams. Oh no, I don't have violent dreams. I'm no. frightened. I'm frightened like bejesus. Yeah, but I, I have this. I have this thing. I had it for ages. Of, it's all anaconda. No. This
0: is the Merv Hughes fishing the podcast, not oh. Dr. Phil, but go on.
1: But the a yeah. dream. I was, I was walking through the, what's that bloody rainforest over there? Serengeti. No, that's a bloody <laughs> desert, you <laughs> muppet. Where's, where's the anaconda live? In the jungle? Well, which jungle? Well, the Amazon South jungle. Amazon, is it? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. So about walking through there and just this bloody twenty foot snake falls out of the tree and jumps on you and squashes you. Right? Yeah. Don't you have nightmares about that? No. I probably should see.
0: Merv's <laughs> <laughs> going off to see a counsellor. I think I might have to go and see one too after that.
1: Really You have dreams about snakes? Oh yeah. No. No good. No good. you, you almost step on a snake. And you'll, you'll dream about that snake for the next 10 years. I, I, I still
0: you. in my head can see the one on the 15th tee at Werribee at the golf course one day, four feet away from us and standing there walking up to the – and seeing it and going, Holy. Jesus Christ, um, and several other uh, gods of the world were called upon at that no. particular stage. But
1: the, but the big thing about that too is that if you're, if you're fishing, if you're angling around a place, and if you're walking the banks in summertime, mm. and especially at the ta- start of summer, think about what you wear. Oh. Okay, so you may you, 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 I'll be out fishing. Um, like I'll, I might be on a bank somewhere, and someone will walk past in in shorts and thongs. Yeah, and I'll be there yeah. um, in in like full bloody work kit yeah, with work the big boots, boots yeah. on. yeah. And you, you're walking through, and you're just thinking, looking at him. Uh, and they say most people get bitten. Uh, people of shorts and thongs. So if you're going to go fishing and you're walking the bank of a river. Think about what you're wearing, please. Yes, it may not stop you being bitten, but it will stop the severity of the bite. Yep. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. here Doctor Phil. Yeah, there you here go. go. Doctor murphy will be back, and wear snake repellent. Really. Yes, and that, you know the best thing what? about when people see a snake, what do they do? What's the first thing to do?
0: Well, there's two words, and I don't think. No, it no. Can...
1: Well, I reckon most people try and hit it with a stick. Uh, yeah, you ever pol- think about it, if yeah. you're walking down the street and someone tried to hit you with a stick? <laughs> what what would, would you do? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so, no, mate. No, no, I get and, and I, I like I, I've seen a few snake. I'm interested in reptiles and reptile handlers and the advice that they give. You see a snake, the first thing you do is try and hit it with a stick. They're going to defend themselves. So yeah. if you see you let them go, they'll probably let you go. And they, when you step on them, they bite you because they're threatened. Yeah, of course. So yeah. don't threaten them and. As the bloke in South Africa said to us, "Well, most probably, like with the King Cobra, if you see it flare up, just stand still, more than likely it'll just lower its head and slither off into the, I'll put my hand up down the back. (laughs) I need a bit more of a guarantee than more than likely, champ. (laughs) So with the tiger snake, most people see a snake and try and hit it because they feel, mate, just stand still. Yeah. The tiger snakes isn't interested in you. It's only going to bite you if you try and hit it with a stick. More than likely. More than likely. <laughs> There's a guarantee for you. Listen, okay, if you walk down the Bolty Bridge in peak hour, more than likely you're going to get hit by a car. Yes,
0: yes, yeah, exactly right. No, I don't think I'll be trying that uh, that, that particular uh, scenario yeah, any time no. If soon. you stand
1: still, more than likely – the King Cobra will drop its head and slither off. No, 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 not more than that. Like, I want a definite. I want yeah. a definite.
0: Yeah. yeah, he'll go. I'll get back to you later, And uh, He goes that way and I yeah. go that way.
1: Thank you, Mervyn Gregory. Mate, no worries at all. Uh, Dash for cash coming up in a couple of weeks. I, I reckon um, entry form's still available, so so get down there. It's teams of two. Yep. Um, get up there. It is a fantastic weekend. We've got Freshwater Masters, um, and this is why I'm talking about next week, because I probably won't have much to talk about freshwater masses.
0: Well, we'll be talking all the cod you've caught uh, when next week we speak on Merv Hughes Fishing the Codcast, we're going to call it's it. We're changing cast. the name, but it's going to be called the Codcast, because you're going to catch that much cod. I'm going to cast the cod. You are, and we are going to catch call, that many? You know what they call
1: Lake Mawala? No. The lake of a thousand casts. Right. So th- this could be the Codcast. It could Not be. Not the cod catch. No, the codcast. Yeah, because if you have to catch a cod talk about exactly. it, exactly the cod- cast Just cast oh, I like it. the way you're thinking. All right. Until next time. Thanks, Merv. I want to go fishing. Because it takes <laughs> my stress away.
0: I want to go fishing. Trying to catch my blue.